Hello and welcome to today's episode of Hacker Public Radio. I'll be your host for today, Deep Geek. Today will be part two in my ongoing series on virtualization technology entitled QMU, A Quick Start Guide. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about how things are going to proceed uh, with the series in general. Um, I will be using the emulator QMU, and uh, all the links for all this stuff will be in the show notes for this episode on hackerpublicradio.org. I won't be writing a, uh, a Doc Droppers article uh, because I'm breaking down these parts into very, very small pieces. Uh, and I think this episode is going to move so quickly that um, we really won't need the web-based documentation on docdroppers.org. So um, what I want to do is I want to get, get you up and started with two methods. One is going to involve a, uh, downloading the ISO image for a popular live CD. And the other method is going to be actually taking the image uh, pre-engineered for QMU and kicking it off. So all that, all the more complicated stuff will be for the introduction part, which will be part three. Um, things like creating your own virtual machine's disk image file um, and the different applications for that will be putting off. Today we're just going to get up and running. Uh, kick off a few windows um, and fool around with it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, if you want to follow along with me, I'm going to first make an important assumption that you're using a Linux with uh, that relies upon an apt-based package managing system, such as I use Debian Linux. A lot of people are using Ubuntu. Uh, both these popular distributions, we should be able to just go into to a uh, uh, root-enabled command line and type in apt-get space install space QEMU and hit enter and watch your package manager do its thing. Um, the two downloads I'm going to need you to make, and the links are up to where to get these from, uh, the first, everyone's favorite, Nopix STD. The STD, by the way, stands for Security Tools Distribution, and this is every uh, pen tester's favorite distribution. It's a live CD. But don't once you download it, don't bother to burn the CD. We don't have to do that for this. Okay. Uh, the second thing is there's a website out there called oszoo.org. The link's up in the show notes at hackpublicradio.org, uh, where OS images are, and download the free BSD image. Um, go to the link on, at hackpublicradio.org, download freebsd 6one tar Alright, don't try to write it down from what I just said. Read the show notes, find that file, download that, and the Nopix image, and we can get started. So do your apt-get install uh, QMU, and uh, it'll install the system. 
And uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to pick off the Nopix STD copy. Uh, so how do we do that? Well, first we uh, change directory into wherever we downloaded the ISO image from a command line. So kick off your favorite X term, do a CD space, and whatever the directory name is where you saved that ISO file with the Nopix STD in it, and type in the command QMU space dash sound HW space ES1370 space dash CD-ROM space and then the file name of Nopix Nopix dash STD dash 0.1 dot ISO and that will just start up a new window and you'll get the boot for, for, for Nopix STD hit enter and it'll come right up and fool around with it. Have a good time. Check out STD without having to bother with running it off of a CD. Okay. This, you know, I gotta tell you, I was really very tempted to end it right here at five minutes into the show. But it's, it's literally that simple to just use this software. It's, you know, sure you have to use command line, and there are graphical ways of picking off virtual virtual technologies, but it's just a command and it runs, alright? Well, the only thing you need to know is that, you know, to get into it, you know, you move your mouse into the box, click it, and begin using it like a regular system. When you want to break your mouse out of the box, you hold down the control and alt buttons on your keyboard, and your mouse goes back to normal, rooking in the whole screen of your desktop. Alright, so now that's one thing and that will work with any live distribution. But let's have a look at what it is to download a virtual machine that's already engineered. So you go to the oszoo.org and you download the free BSD file that I've referenced in the show notes. And you, you, you kick off your X term or what have you and you change directory to wherever that is. So then you're going to have this tar file, freebsd6.1, blah blah blah, tar. Alright, so you're going to have to untar it, so you type in tar space dash xvf space and then the name of the file and it'll create, un it'll unpackage that um, compressed archive and then you change directory into that. The, the new directory you create when you comp compress it. In other words, when you untar something, it's going to create a subdirectory. So, so for me, it was CD space freebsd 6.1 rel.qcal.img, and I was in another subdirectory. Then I wanted to just have a look and see what they did. So I typed in qemu dash img space info space freebsd 6.1 rel.qcal.img Now like I said, all these things are in the show notes. Alright, so don't try to copy it off of my voice. Now, qemu-img, that is the utility that comes with qemu so that you can look at 
uh, virtual disks that are expressed as files on your on your system. So you'll see it'll give you the actual disk size, which is something like 600 um, megabytes. It'll give you a virtual disk size of like 10 meg 10 gigabytes. So you see this what that's telling you is that this file actually takes up the 600 megabytes, but if you begin saving things and working within this image, you can go up to 10 megabytes, 10 gigabytes with this image. Alright, if you want to back up this image before using it, use a standard copy command. I wouldn't use a drag and drop wind, um, file manager to, to make a backup copy because it might expand the file out to the full 10 gigabytes of size. So, use bash, bash is the ultimate file manager, you know, use the cp command. Uh, then I typed in a quick cat space in all caps readme, read the little blurb that the guy who put it together made, and saw that the only user was root and that the password was freebsd for this image. Now that I knew that, I just kicked it off. Alright, here's the command. Q EMU space freebsd 61 relqcowimg That's it. And you'll see the boot come up, and after waiting a couple of seconds, you'll have a full Linux boot, boot I mean, excuse me, a full, full Unix boot. This is FreeBSD. And you'll have, a de you'll have that system in front of you. So play with your systems. Enjoy them. It's that easy. And on our next episode in this series on virtualization, I will get into building, I will begin introducing the topics of building your own disk images as files and go into some more detail of, of what, what that's involved. And that will be the introduction proper to QEMU. Um, if you're sitting there listening to this and saying, well, what about other systems? What about um, VMware? Uh, what about Zen? Uh, I don't work with those in day-to-day. -day. I'm a free software advocate, and so I stick to free softwares. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be working QMU, but all these concepts will carry over. Um, so I hope you enjoy that. Um, today's Geek Tidbit, I'm going to continue with my series of... Uh, Rates of computer science, and I want to just mention to you, and uh, Wikipedia is a wonderful place to start, um, I want to mention to you a gentleman, computer scientist, now passed away recently, uh, Dr. Edgar F. Codd, the two Ds. Uh, Dr. Codd was the fellow in the 70s, the computer scientist, who introduced the concept of relational database management. Uh, Dr. Codd wrote papers and even published a book, The Relational Model for Database Management, explaining what it meant. Uh, he based his vision on database management on an obscure branch of set theory mathematics, where information was expressed in a mathematical way that related to each other, and then began working towards the definitions of languages that referred, that helped us navigate within very large sets.
and uh, changed forever the face of database industry. So, he passed away in Florida in 2003, I believe. I don't have the webpage right in front of me. Uh, but he was an amazing, amazing uh, scientist. Um, toward the end of his life, he was, uh, he was uh, inducted into the fellows of the ACM. And uh, after he passed on uh, to the great computer room in the sky, oh, I love being a ham, excuse me, um, uh, the, Association for, the Association for Computing Machinery uh, named one of their highest awards after him. So if you get a chance to read his Wikipedia article, or maybe even go further and actually pursue some of his books, uh, he also wrote some things on, on cellular automata, you know, if you've ever heard of the game of life. Uh, you might be interested in that, too. So, as always, I invite feedback. Uh, Want to send me email? HPR at deepgeek.us. Or you may leave a message for me, a, pr a private message, on the BinRef forums. Uh, my username there, as it is here, is DeepGeek. I hope you I hope you enjoyed the second in our series of virtualization with QMU, and the next episode will be a, a introduction proper where we'll go over um, still introductory material, but we're going to get a little deeper into that one. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So this wraps up today's episode of Hacker Public Radio. Uh, please tune in tomorrow for another episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.